with that man on the Emmaus Road, and they walked with him, and they talked with him. It says their eyes were old and that they couldn't see. But, you know, it wasn't what their eyes could see or couldn't see, was it? They said something else, not about what their eyes could see or their ears could hear, but they said, did not our hearts burn within us as he talked with us in the way? And, you know, I'm persuaded our eyes can tell us a lot of lies. We can see a lot of things going on, and we can judge by what we see. We can hear an awful lot of things in meetings like this, and we can judge the things we hear. But, you know, God has given each one of us a heart to know him, a heart to seek after him, a heart to appreciate him, a heart to respond to him. And, you know, though our ears can be deceived at times, and our eyes can be deceived, Bless God, our hearts can never be deceived because God will put something in your heart and mine that will satisfy us in tonight, tomorrow night, the next night, the next week, the next month, the next year, until the very day we die and through all eternity. God can put something in our hearts that will satisfy us, truly satisfy us, truly carry us through. And I believe that in this convention, God wants to do a further operation upon every one of our hearts. You know, the scripture speaks about the circumcision of the heart. You know, we can join chapels, churches, go through ceremonies, go through forms and traditions of men. But you know, that can't put God in your heart and mine. But tonight, the Spirit of God is here moving in this gathering to talk to your heart, to reveal himself to your heart, to show you just where you are and what you are as you stand before God. Won't you let God have a go with you tonight? Brother and sister, there's an awful lot that men are judging by their eyes today. There are an awful lot who are seeking God through the hearing of the ear. But I tell you this, when God draws nigh, you can feel him with your heart. I tell you, I believe God is here tonight because he's everywhere. We don't have to invite him to be in the Shrubsal Hall. He was here before we came. He was here. It says he filleth the universe with himself. And bless the Lord, he not only fills this hall, before we came, but he wants to fill your heart and mine. I thank God. Life is different since he dwells in this heart of mine. Shall we worship him in this convention from our hearts? Shall we talk of him from our hearts? Shall we sing of him from our hearts? Shall it be a real heart experience, a real heart job? Put your heart into worshiping and praising God. Let him have a go in your heart. Brother, sister, it's a heart job. Let's get down to business with God and meet him. Each one individually. You know, I can't do it for you. You can't do it for me. We can encourage one another. But in the end, it's Jesus that draws nigh to every heart that's here in this place. He wants to touch your heart again, brother. He wants to touch your heart again. Shall we sing that chorus? Melt my heart. Make me real. Blessed Lord, let me feel thy love and thy purity. Let my will sweetly bend. Let the glory descend. Blessed Lord, have thy way, not in somebody else, but have thy way in me. You know, the things of this world have a habit of sort of attaching themselves to you and sort of getting into your heart. But I thank God we can have a real heart-washing experience. The Jamaicans have feet-washing, but I thank God it's a real heart-washing we need. And God is here to melt our hearts and to melt us down again and to enable each one of us to humble ourselves under his mighty hand. Come on, folks, we might not be able to speak very well. We might not be able to sing very well. 
There are many things that we can't do. But you know, in this convention, there's one thing every one of us can do. That's humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, that we might become as nothing, and that he might have the preeminence, that he might be enthroned on the throne of your heart and mine. And what a convention it'll be. We'll go away saying, did not our hearts burn within us as we talked with him, as we walked with him, as we worshipped him, as we felt his presence, his ear to do you good, sing it from your heart, melt my heart, make me real. Melt my heart, make me real.
We praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I believe God answers prayer, don't you? Hallelujah. I believe his power is just the same today. And we're here just touching God's power, receiving the blessings of his presence. Hallelujah. And there's blessing for every one of us tonight. Everyone. Everyone. God impressed me recently with the all-inclusiveness of his wonderful love. God so loved the world, the Bible says. That's all-inclusive. Praise the Lord. God's love is all-inclusive. Includes everybody here tonight. The wonderful, wonderful love of God. Praise the Lord. Uh, I just want to testify how that when I was at, when I came over from Ireland, I live in Northern Ireland where uh, it takes a lot of trouble to keep us right. Uh, I came over from Northern Ireland to Fleetwood, to the Fleetwood meetings. And I want to testify what a blessing I received out of the Northern Ireland situation with its tension, bitterness, uh, all the rest of it into a place of wonderful love. Uh, you, you've got to know this contrast to appreciate it. Appreciate it. But I stood in that, that first meeting in Fleetwood and I just raised my hands. I was hungry. I was thirsty. I wanted God and I could feel, I told them there, and I tell you again, it was just like standing under a waterfall, a love fall, if you like, a joy fall, a spiritual fall. But it was just like standing under a waterfall, and the blessing of God was just pouring down over my soul. Hallelujah. An experience of the love of God again. You know, it takes... Uh, it's an amazing thing, but it takes you to be reassured. You know, it's so easy for us to get caught up in this thing in Northern Ireland and, and, and you know, it's over religion and so on. And there's so much strife and bitterness and one trying to get advantage of another and so on. I, I find I need this. It doesn't matter about anybody else. I don't know how you feel or how you find it, but I need this. I need this because I know the world needs it. If we don't get this, I don't know what's going to happen in Northern Ireland. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It takes thousands of troops to keep us apart from each other at the moment. Because of religion. Because of religion. And two Christian religions at that. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? But oh, I'm so glad for the preciousness of a real experience fresh from Jesus. Hallelujah. And I tell them over there, I'm not going to die fighting for religion. And I'm not going to die fighting against it. But if I'm going to die, I'll die for Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm willing to die for Jesus, but I'm not going to fight religion and die that way. Or fight against it or for it. It's Jesus that matters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, we can have a lot of Christianity that just comes out of the dark ages 
and, and, and it's just so wrapped up in religion and religious attitudes. Oh, how precious to go to Jesus and get a new and fresh experience for yourself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You don't have to fight what happened in the dark ages or after. You just go to Jesus and receive from Him a personal experience, fresh from Calvary, fresh from Pentecost. Oh, so precious. And then it, then it becomes real. It flows out in reality. In reality. Praise the name of the Lord. And I'm so glad that this is present tense Christianity. You see, we've got a lot of Christianity that is centuries old, but not old enough. It doesn't go back enough, far enough to Calvary. You see, we're, we're interested in the history of our religion in Ireland. That's what they talk about, the history of their religion. Well, let's go back all the way. If we're going back, right back to Calvary, right back to the wounded side. Hallelujah. Right back to the upper room. Praise the Lord. We don't need to get stuck in the Middle Ages someplace. Let's go all the way. Praise the Lord. Back to the freshness of the cleansing blood of Jesus and the wonderful love of his, of his heart, the love of God that flows. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I tell you, God's love is real. God's love is real and that's what we need. We need the love of God filling every heart and every life. Praise the Lord. This is going to save our society anyway from, from suicide, from civil war. We've got to have God's love. We've got to have it. We've got to have it. We've got to have it. People's hearts must be filled with God's love. And where is God's love going to flow? And how is it going to flow? That's the question. And you know, from those meetings in Fleetwood, something happened in those meetings in Fleetwood. Something happened to me. That very first night I went up to the altar and I just knelt down and I, I just felt and knew the, the greatness of the love of God. Oh, I tell you, when you're living in a, in, a, in, in a country that's filled with tension and you don't know what's going to happen next and you get up morning after morning and there's been perhaps bloodshed or riot or disturbance and you don't know when it's going to come your way and it's going to affect you, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. But I tell you, I just went out to that altar that at, at, at Fleetwood knelt at the front of the hall and I just felt the wonderful love of God. Hallelujah. I know this is the answer. The love of God. The love of God. In the midst of all the bitterness and strife. In the midst of all the tension and fear. In the midst of all the, uh, that seeking to emulate one another and so on. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God for his love. His wonderful love. His healing love. His wonderful love that has sufficient power that includes everybody. Praise the Lord. Uh, we don't have to take sides. We don't have to take sides. God's love is so great. Hallelujah. That it embraces everyone. Christ died for the world. God so loved the world. Praise his precious name. And he sent us to preach the gospel into all the world. All the world. It's for everybody everywhere. This wonderful message of the love of God and the gospel of Christ. Praise his precious name. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Kneeling at the front of that meeting. 
Do you know what? God dealt with me in a new way. I've been saved for 28 years. I've been a preacher for 20 years. And just traveling around, proclaiming the word of God. But I tell you, God spoke to me again at the front of that meeting, on those meetings. Oh, God spoke to me again. God worked in my heart again. Hallelujah. I felt God's love working in me. I felt its vastness. I felt it's, it was the total answer. Praise God. God's wonderful love. And do you know what God spoke to me about? I call it being convicted. I was convicted. Convicted. Regarding my unwillingness to share what God had given me. That's what I felt. I felt I've been, I've received the benefits of Calvary for almost 30 years. I've enjoyed the blessing of God. God's been leading me on and blessing me. I've had so much blessing, I hardly know what to do with it at times. God has been so good, there's hardly been a morning in those 30 years that I haven't been able to get up in health and strength and go, go forth to do what I'm supposed to do. The goodness of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God, the love of God. Oh, His benefits and blessings are new every morning. I know I've been a recipient of the great goodness of God. Hallelujah. And God convicted me of my unwillingness to share what He'd blessed me with. You know, it's surprising how mean we can be even with the love of God. I know God loves me. I know God's love reaches me. I know God's love embraces me. But then there are others. I feel I've been so mean with God's love. I'm so mean with God's blessing. So <laughs> holding it back. Freely I have received. But I felt as I knelt before God that I hadn't freely given as I should have. Oh, Jesus said, freely ye have received, freely give. Don't hold it back. Don't hold it back. Don't keep it for yourself. Don't let there be a limit put on it. If God is opening heaven and all the blessings of Calvary are flowing your way and you're enjoying the fullness of redemption, don't hold it back. Let it flow. Tell it out. Share it with the world. And let God's wonderful love change others lives praise the Lord praise the Lord you know I went home from that meeting and those meetings in Fleetwood and a little part of her verse kept coming to me in Acts chapter 3 and verse 6 where Peter said such as I have give I thee such as I have give I thee such as I have give I thee. This is an unselfish channel. This is a yielded channel. 
This is a channel that's not holding back, withholding the blessings of God, only just receiving for himself. But this is a channel that's filled with loving concern. Here's a man in need. Here's a man at the gate of the temple in need. He's a cripple, never walked in his life. And here's Peter, just a man filled with God's blessing and the Holy Spirit and a sense of authority sent from God. He knew it. He'd been commissioned by God to go forth and not only tell a message, but to give something, to give something, to give something. He knew he had something to give. Praise the Lord. And every believer has something to give. Every one that's received Jesus has something to give. That's right. You've something to give. You've got the love of God. You've got this wonderful person of Jesus to share with the world. You've got his anointing. You've got his blessing. You've got the goodwill. Oh, you can share it with others such as I have. Give, give I thee. Praise the Lord. God has chosen to give. That's why there's a Calvary. God chose to give. That's why there's an upper room. That's why there's a Pentecost. That's why there's a Holy Spirit. God chose to give, and that's why there's a message to tell, a gospel message, good news to proclaim. Hallelujah. God chose to give. God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Praise the Lord. Now then, this is what came home to me. We have got to choose to give. Not only choose to receive, we encourage folks to open these our hearts in the, the, these meetings. We say, open your hearts. Receive. You can close your heart. You can shut your heart. You can be prejudiced. You can be wrapped up with so many other things. But we encourage folks to open their hearts. It's your decision. It's your choice. You were made for this. God has this blessing for you. He wants you to receive the Savior. He wants you to receive salvation. He wants you to receive forgiveness of sin. He wants you to receive cleansing in the precious blood. He wants you to receive the Holy Spirit's power in your life. He wants you to receive the glory and power and anointing and blessing that will overflow your experience. Praise the name of the Lord. But not only can we choose to receive, but we can choose to share it with others. Such as I have, give I thee. Such as I have, give I thee. I know I've got something. I know I've been blessed of God. I know that Christ lives in my heart. I know the Holy Ghost has come. I choose to share him with you. Hallelujah. Not a religion, but a person. Hallelujah. Not something, something that just to believe mentally, but reality in your heart. Praise the Lord. This is reality. Spiritual reality. Divine reality. Glory be to God. Oh, we're so confident that this is what the world wants. We were so confident that every human heart was made for this. Hallelujah. 
that every human heart is really looking for this, looking for Jesus, and they don't know it. So many of them don't know it. Looking for reality in the places of amusement and, and so many places of pleasure in the world and not ever arriving because reality isn't there. It isn't to be found in the world and the things of the world. Reality is found only in Christ. Only in Christ. Hallelujah. And when you come to Him, praise the Lord, He brings you into the fullness of abundant life. Hallelujah. It's so wonderful, so precious. I was saying to Brother Henry today, what a privilege folks have here in these meetings. I was sitting here the other night thinking how long it took me to hear and receive what people could get, what people could hear and receive here in five minutes. It took me years. It took me years. I heard about salvation, how I needed to be saved. I received Christ as my Savior. And then it was a couple of years after they began to tell me about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And it was two years later I received that baptism. And then years after that again, as I kept moving on in my limited understanding of Christian experience, just endeavoring to, to reach out for God, but I didn't seem to have enough understanding. And there were no meetings around in those days but I just kept on because I wanted God I wanted God I wanted reality God had put that in my heart and then I heard one day of, of glory meetings glory meetings 1958 1958 I was in my first glory meeting and praise God I knew reality was there hallelujah a new reality was there I tell you, I just went up to Brother Henry after the meeting and I've never yet, and I've been a few thousand miles even this year. I've been to the Pacific coast of America and I've been to the Russian border. But I haven't yet, I haven't yet felt the love of God flow from a man like I felt it that night, that night flowing from Brother Henry. I went up to him and I just went to put my hand on him and I felt a power radiating. Now I felt power. I know what the power of God is. But the power that was coming, I never had such a consciousness of it. The power that was coming from him was, was, was the spiritual force of love. It didn't hit me like power. It hit me like love. Love. It was love. Hallelujah, love coming in a real spiritual force. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I tell you, he's given, he's given what he had. Praise the Lord. And it's our privilege to share what we have, to give what we have. If we've had the love of God, if we've had the blessing of God, if we've had the touch of God in our lives, if we've been blessed morning after morning, day after day, if we've received something in our souls that savors of reality, praise the Lord, such as I have, give I thee. Praise the Lord. It's not only what we can get it's not only what we can get it's what we can give as well Peter was in that upper room looking for what he could get but he came out to see to whom he could give it hallelujah 
Praise the Lord. We come to these meetings. Oh, our hearts are open. What can we get from God? We need God. We need more of his blessing. We need more of his spirit and anointing in our lives. But we've got to be prepared to give. Not only get, but give. Jesus said, I am among you as he that serveth. The Son of Man is not come uh, to be ministered unto, but to minister. I haven't come only, he says, I haven't come looking to see what I can get. I've come to see how I can serve, how I can give. What can I do? How can I bless? What can I share? Hallelujah. This is Christianity, really fresh from Calvary. What can I give thee, Master? What can I give to Jesus? You know, this is the way Saul of Tarsus was saved. He didn't say, oh, can I, can I get heaven? Can I get forgiveness? Can I get blessing? He says, what can I do? What can I do? Lord, I'm at your command from now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is more blessed to give than to receive. We're called to serve. We're called to share. We're called to communicate. We're called to bless. We're called to go. Hallelujah. With what we have. Praise the Lord. Get something by all means. Don't go without anything. Get something. Get all you can. Because you're going to need it. And there's somebody out there as sure as sure can be that needs your blessing. That needs the blessing you're getting tonight. Somebody needs it. You're going to meet somebody tomorrow. You're going to meet somebody in the coming days. That's going to need your blessing. Hallelujah. You're not only here receiving by yourself. You're receiving to go out. To share. Hallelujah. Share. To bless others. Glory to God. And that's how it's going to grow. That's how it's going to spread. Bless the Lord. Other lives touched, revived, filled, transformed by the blessing of God. All because God's love touched our hearts. The lines of an old hymn has been coming to me. We lose what on ourselves we spend. We have as treasure without end whatever Lord to thee we lend hallelujah another old hymn says live for self you live in vain live for Christ you live again hallelujah he that loseth his life shall find it if we're willing to lay down our lives and lose it in the gospel and for the sake of the gospel and for the sake of Christ and for the sake of serving the Lord in reaching others, it's going to come back again. Cast your bread upon the waters and it shall return again after many days. Hallelujah. You can't lose for winning when you serve Jesus Christ out of the love of your heart when you give to him and you give to others. Praise the Lord. What, what you've received. Bless the Lord. Oh, he's so wonderful. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Amen. Calvary was a giving. Pentecost was a giving. That's right. And God is still giving. Giving Jesus as a Savior. 
giving the Holy Spirit as power for our lives, giving blessings abundant. Hallelujah. And God's looking for some receivers in this meeting. And then he wants you to become givers. He wants me to become a giver. We're going out to the world to give such as I have. Give I thee. Let's stand, shall we, in the presence of God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to sing a chorus about the, well, whatever's on, brother. Roy's heart or some of the hearts here. But the love of God, perhaps. And we're going to come. And we're going to let the love of God deluge us. Oh, get all you can. Somebody else will need it. Get all you can. Somebody else will need it. Somebody else will need it. Oh, come tonight. As we're singing, just come out and stand around the front here. And let that waterfall of love just pour down upon your soul. Let it rid you of all bitterness and selfishness. And that will serve with all the very love of Calvary. We'll go and we'll give and we'll share and we'll send and, and we'll communicate with others. Hallelujah. Such as we have. And we have Jesus. We have his blessing. Come and stand around here. If you're not saved tonight, if you're not saved tonight, you don't know what it is to have peace with God. You don't know what it is to have the Savior in your heart. You don't know what it is to have abundant life. You've never been born again. Or you just feel your need of God's love touching your Christian experience. You want your life liberated and filled with God's blessing. Come and stand around here. Everybody should come. Everybody should come as we sing. Jesus is all I need.
Yeah.